This is an excerpt from my story, Down with the Sickness. A figure dressed in black walked down the dimly lit alley, staying in the darkest shadows. Several feet behind, a man crept along and pulled a gun from his pocket. He lunged for the person in black, but found himself holding only a jacket, not his would-be victim. Cursing, he looked around, and something flashed in front of him. He tried to speak, but gurgled instead, blood spurting from the fresh gash on his throat. Visit MythMart at www.mythmart.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hello, everyone, and this is My Public Life as an American Nerd. I'm your host, Kevin, and of course, with me today, it's becoming a regular thing, and I love it. Christian, Christian Accorda, how you doing, man? Good, good. Glad to be here. Excited to talk about what we're talking about today. Yeah, man. We have uh, quite a bit of really, really awesome stuff to talk about. And of course, joining me, joining us also today is my son, Elijah. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Um... So, uh, of course, we're going to be, uh, you know, this last week saw the release of Wakanda Forever. We're going to dig into that. Um, what we're going to do for that actually is going to be a little bit different. So that we're, we're going to start talking about it. We're going to do kind of our spoiler free thoughts on it. Um, and then once it kind of gets a little bit further on, I'll let everyone kind of know um, we'll, when we'll get into spoilers. Because um, I really, really, there's some things in there that you just have to talk about. Um, so if you're listening to this, um, we'll let you know exactly when we're going to spoilers. And then um, hopefully in the show notes, you'll be able to see when we're back from the spoilers so you guys could finish the rest of the show um so we'll talk about that and we're also going to talk about the return of apple tv's mythic quest um which is a show i absolutely love um but before we get to any of that um so this is recorded on saturday uh yesterday which was friday um we got the um devastating news that um voice actor extraordinaire uh he is yeah he is uh, you know people hear his voice they think of Batman. I think of this version of the character. It's impossible to escape. Uh, Mr. Kevin Conroy uh, passed away at uh, 66 on Friday. Um, it's a sad loss to the voice acting community, but also, you know, he was a wonderful human being. Um, he was very much involved in, you know, uh, just advancing the art in a very cool way. Um, he actually got... Uh, you know, there's a bunch of great stories, you know, him and Mark Hamill were like, you know, were like this, you know, they were super close. Um, and they played the perfect, the perfect, you know, Batman and Joker. Like, again, that's the version you think of when you think of the Batman and Joker. Um, and uh, he was, a, you know, he was an artist. He was, you know, he, he towards, he didn't really come now, I, I know this doesn't play a lot into his character, but he didn't really come out until later on in his life. He was a gay man um, and he did so much for the gay community. Um, 
not only through the character, but just in real life. Um, and uh, he was just a, a force to be reckoned with, man. I, I never met the man, um, but it, for, by all accounts, he was one of the most, one of the nicest, most uh, generous people you'll ever meet. Um, you know, we did see him as a live action version of Bruce Wayne in the, um, the which, which crossover with it was it? Um, I know it was one of the CW ones. I can't remember. I think, was it Crisis? I, th- I think it was Crisis, right? Yeah. I think it was a crisis on infinite earth where he actually played the live action version of Batman and he just, he killed it. Um, It just said, because that Batman was kind of a douche. Well, yeah, yeah, (laughs) by by that point. Yeah. That, that version of Batman was kind of a douche, Um, but um, he, you know, he voiced Batman, Batman, the animated series. And I I, I was listening to an interview with him. um, The kid, what's his name? The guy who plays, the older brother on Boy Meets World. Oh, uh, plays, oh my God! What is his name? But he played Terry Terry McGinnis. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, has a podcast, and he had um, Kevin Conroy on the podcast, and they were discussing his career, and they also talked about his version of Batman and how he was the first. You know, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know this, but he's the first actor to really. You know, there's the Bruce Wayne persona and there's the Batman persona. Like he, he always thought it didn't make sense that this was the same person. You know, you even watch the Michael Keaton Batman. It's the same, you know, it's Bruce Wayne all the way through, even in the suit. Um, I put up a post the other day about how, you know, after he had passed, how Michael Keaton was the first live action Batman that I can associate with. And I'm like, that's my Batman. But Kevin Conroy took it to a whole new level to where he became, he became the Batman. And I didn't even really realize it until fairly recently even before he passed like i knew he was batman i knew he had voice batman and uh, video games animated films all these things and i was like yeah like he is batman <laughs> like he is the quintessential batman um and like i said he he different he made the difference between bruce wayne and batman and um yeah um uh, Christian, um, do you have anything to say? It's, it's, uh... Yeah, it's it's a, a real shame. I know, like that debate comes up a lot. Like, who is who is the best Batman? Mm-hmm. And everybody's entitled to their opinion, but there is a correct answer, and it's <laughs> that is um, true. You know, I, I think people probably don't realize. I, you know, I've recently gone back, uh, did a lot of digging into the animated series, um, and I think people forget how defining the series was yeah our understanding of batman i think a lot of people think that this is just from the comics but like you know the way that we understand like mr freeze for example right like was completely redefined uh by by the animated series obviously everybody knows harley quinn originated right the animated series and you're right like um his approach to separating that that nuance of uh separating bruce and batman right um and having different um approaches to to how he was portraying them uh vocally was you know that's him man that's him it wasn't christian pale you know it wasn't you know it was was absolutely um kevin so and and all the stuff you you talk about his generosity and you know the work that he did for the lgbtq community Mm -hmm. um it's it's amazing it's it's a tragic loss it's it hits a little close to home he's exactly my dad's age too oh yeah oh yeah Yeah, so it's like wow um it, it feels like it feels like we we lost him really soon. It feels like a, a surprise and shock to a lot of people, seeing like 
Mark Hamill's posts about everything too. Oh man, heartbreaking. Um, it devastated me. Yeah. Um, so. What do you think, Eli? Uh, I know, like you, we we've kind of gone back and forth with the animated series. You know, I think you might know them better from like the video games from the arcade yeah, games. Yeah, I've known. And it is it is a series I've been trying to get you to watch. I've watched um, at least the first episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, do you even like associate him as Batman? Who who do you? think of when you think of, of of the character of Batman? Do you think of a certain voice? Do you think of a certain actor? Or is, you know, is you're just kind of... Because unfortunately, like, today, there isn't that... You know, Kevin Conroy still portrayed Batman, but there's so many many actor voice actors that have done it over the years that, mm. you know, Eli's 15, so he probably heard a million different versions of Batman, right? right? He didn't have that definitive version of Batman. I think the first Batman I heard was the Arkham Batman. And then oh, yeah. the Dark Knight. Just, it's Kevin, right? Yeah, That's Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Yeah. 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 So, well, there you go. See? So he, he meant a lot to a lot of people. And I think um, even if you don't know who he was, like you knew who he was. Like he, right. he was a Batman. Um, so, um, yeah, I, it's just a devastating loss. Um, thoughts and, and prayers and all that fun stuff go out to his family, friends, people who knew him. Um yeah, just a horrible loss. Um, so, speaking of loss, yeah, you know, Friday Friday was a was a rough day, man. Emotional. Yeah. There was yeah. there was a lot going on. Um, it also saw the release of uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, so, uh, what we're gonna, you know, like I said, um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a. Um, I think I did. I bring it up at the beginning. Of yeah, the spo- spoiler Sorry. free first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Good. So we'll, we'll just kind of give our basic thoughts about it at first. Um, and then uh, we'll cut to the spoilers. And um, so, yeah, because there, there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> it gets into some really heavy territory. And of course, of course, the first, actually, the first thing I want to ask you guys is how do you guys feel like they handled, I mean, no spoiler, like Chadwick Boseman passed away a few years ago. Um, how do you guys think that they handled the death of Chadwick Bo- Bo- Boseman in general. How, how how do you think it was handled throughout the film? Eli, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I I mean, I haven't seen much other than him as Black Panther. I've seen trailers of his other movies, mm-hmm. but I think that he was really good as Black Panther and how they handled not how they handled Black Panther after that. I think was really good. Cool. Yeah. What do you think, Christian? Yeah, I I think, you know, moving, transitioning post-Endgame and Infinity War, I think Chadwick was meant to be, like, a really key figure in the MCU. Like, mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like they had originally planned to build the MCU around Black Panther. Um, so, obviously, losing Chadwick was was a huge, huge deal. Um, not only was he, like, a big part of the, the MCU, but, you know, he's a great human being from all accounts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I recently saw an interview with Martin Freeman and um, he was talking about like being on set and he was like, you guys knew though, right? Like every, you guys did know, like he told you and everybody's like, dude, we had no idea. And then he was like, you know, it's, it's kind of amazing, like how hard he worked in secret uh, at the end there. And like, he was like, Martin Freeman was like, it's kind of like, it's like, you can't complain anymore, right? You can't be like, Oh, we right. had to wait around or like the catering was blah, blah, blah. Cause like, you know, and I feel like, you know, Chadwick, we, we lost him in August of 2020 and it was, uh, I think it hit a lot of us really hard. It was a really 
rough year. We lost Kobe that year too. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously it was 2020. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I, I personally was dealing with, with health issues myself. And I think I kind of look to that as like an example of, you know, I, before, even before that, I'd, I'd never want to be defined by like the things that I have to go through. Right. Um, and I don't want people to feel sorry for me or pity me for anything. No. And like, like, I think I, I looked at that and like, yep, like that's, that's brilliant. You know, like, um, I'm not saying everybody who's dealing with stuff has to keep it a secret. You know what I mean? And if if people want, they can deal with it however they want to. But um, that's even if, if things were to happen, like, I don't want to be remembered for it. You know what I mean? I want absolutely a lot of other things. And, and that's how we remember Chadwick. I do love without spoiling it, like how the movie um, really, really tied that into T'Challa um beautifully and like really respectfully i'm like getting emotional oh yeah like, right now just thinking about it but um you know it it it, it kind of allowed th- the actors the writers the characters and like us as an audience to kind of really feel the weight of everything and the loss mm-hmm. and and you know like how important he was to everybody um i i think there's kind of no other way to do this um, and I think they they did a fantastic job. Hats off, Ryan Coogler, and team, um, and everybody yeah. else. So, absolutely, I, I feel the same way. I um, you know, I remember when Chadwick when, Ch- when I heard the news Chadwick passed away. One of my friends had messaged me on Twitter or on Facebook, and I was like, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, dude, did you hear about Chadwick? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what happened? Like, you know, and um. I, I had only seen, so before Black Panther, he was in 42, I think, mm-hmm. um, which was a great movie. So, but I didn't really know him for much other than Black Panther. Like Black Panther was what kind of rose his start, stardom, obviously. Right. Um, and I remember we were going to, um, we were going up to the in-laws to visit the kids because they're up there for the summer. I was reading it and we were, I found out just right as we were about to leave, we're driving in the car and I'm like, it's like processing and like, I just like have like tears running down my face. Like this was, it was honestly probably the first time I'd cried over a celebrity death in like mm-hmm. a long time. Um, and I was trying to figure out why, like, why did this particular one hit me? And my wife, she, she, uh, she was driving and she was like, we were talking and she's like, she's like this character. She's like, you know, it may sound corny, but like, I mean, he's a superhero, right? Yeah, like he's literally, a- yeah he's a superhero and this means a lot to you and it and and i started to realize just how much the character of black panther means to the world like in in general right how how much of a cultural impact that that movie had on people how much of a cultural how important it was for chadwick to bring that story to the screen like like you said he was sick the whole time like that's how important this was to him towards you know you look at his filmography, he didn't do like a lot. Like he just didn't do stuff for a paycheck. Like he did stuff that was going to last. Like he did things like the five bloods and he did uh, Ma Rainey's black bottom, which he was uh, nominated for an Academy award, um, you know, post um, post death. Um, these were projects that meant a lot to him and black Panther post mortem. Yes. These were projects that meant a lot to him. Um, and black Panther was up there and he, you know, he knew he was sick. He knew he was, you know, dying. And, and he, he did all these, he went to visit like sick kids in the hospital, yeah. like kids who were dying of, of cancers and other things, you know, he knowing that like, you're, 
going to pass away. Like that's just, that's, that's next level, like dedication. That's next level selflessness, you know, like completely just, he, he didn't care about himself. I mean, he did, he took care of himself, but he didn't, he didn't, like you say, he didn't do the woe is me thing. Yeah. He just, he did these things. Um, I, I feel like this movie did it so beautifully and it, 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 they had a script right before he, or the, you know, they had an idea what they were going to do before he passed and then he passes. So they have to go and do this whole completely other thing. And I can't even imagine that kind of conversation, let alone pulling it off as well as they did. Like, yeah. and, you know, and, and it took a long time to do, but in movie terms, like it didn't really take that long. Right. Like they were able to figure it out and knock it out, do it and bring the movie to us. And they did it beautifully. I, I, like you said, there's no other way to do it. Like they, they did it perfectly. They did mm-hmm. it wonderfully. Um, and I feel like this movie is going to be the ultimate kind of, um, you know, um, paying respect to um, right. just Chadwick in general, yeah. you know? Um, so I'm not, you know, um, this isn't uh, not spoiler, but just that that the opening Marvel Studios logo. Oh God! Just, like the silence Ooh. was just. I mean, you could hear a pin drop in the theater. Yeah, definitely, and that was you know they say like music is like the most powerful thing, but no, like silence is the yeah. most powerful thing you can do. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more in the spoilers. Um, yeah. But um, okay, so let's just talk about the movie real quick. Um, I'm sorry, but in in our theater, there was someone watching a basketball game. Oh, no. People need to be trained how to go to the movies again. I don't understand this idea. People on their cell phones, this guy right in front of us was literally watching a basketball game on his phone while he was watching the movie. I was just like, why even go? Like, if that basketball game is so important to you, don't go to the movie. Yeah, PSA. We're not, you're not in your living room anymore. No, you're, you're in public. So let's be aware of, of, yeah. of other people in the theater. What theaters do, respectful. do you normally do AMC or Regal? Um, lately, there's a really nice AMC that's opened up. Okay. So we, we've been doing AMC lately. Okay. Because Regal has that. I don't know if uh, AMC does, but they have that Amazon Prime uh, ad that pops up before all the movies. And it's like this, this like um, cut together thing of footage of, which is kind of weird because it's Amazon Prime, but they're basically promoting the theatrical experience. And they're like, you know, you're not at home anymore. Like turn off your cell phone. It's kind of done in like a humorous way. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm like, the fact that people need to hear this is just ridiculous. Like you're, you're in a public space where people pay money to come into this place to watch something, you know, you yeah. probably spent, you know, a good 50, $60 to come here and you're just yeah. going to sit there and watch your game on your phone. Like, yeah, come on. It's ridiculous. Um, um, yeah, AMC needs to do something like that. We, I, we still get to, I don't know if you, I'm sure you've seen the uh, Nicole Kidman. They're like, hot oh, yeah. break. <laughs> break feels good in a place like this, um, <laughs> which I almost commented on your post. Somebody commented about how like heartbreaking the movie was and, Mm. Oh yeah, in a good way. And I, I almost quoted that. I'm like, I'll let that. Serena, play. yeah. Oh yeah, she's great. Um, shout out to Serena. How you doing? Um, um, but um, but yeah. Um, so um, Eli, actually, hmm. start with you. What did you think of the movie overall? Like, were you happy with it? Do you feel like um, they um, did a good job? I mean, it, it, so let's let let let's okay. So let's do it this way for you. Mm-hmm. Let's think of Phase Four so far. So everything mm-hmm. post. 
um, No Way Home. So let's say, you know, uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, Eternals, correct? Yeah, Eternals and the Marvel movie, (laughs) right? What? I completely forgot about Eternals. Oh, yeah, Eternals is in there. Um, How does uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever rank for you? you, you, Are you happy with the way that they pulled it off? Are you... um, what do you happy. think about the movie? It was, it was a good movie. It was definitely emotional. Okay. I, I would give it like at least an eight out of, at least a nine and a half out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. It was That's a really good, good movie. Good. Okay. So here's the, well, actually I'll ask, I'll ask this big question after we're done kind of talking about our basic thoughts. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Christian, what did you think? Obviously I, I know you liked it, but, but yeah. I really what, what did it. you think overall? Um, easily the best of phase four. Um, I mean, I love Shang-Chi um there was like she hulk was a lot of fun i guess we'll include the tv shows too right um there there was there was some standouts obviously like spider-man no way home um but i i would put this at the top of, of phase four i think this is kind of i i would say you know not that i didn't like thor because i actually really enjoyed thor i also oh, really sorry. enjoyed um dr strange but this is kind of like the return to form that i really loved about the mcu um mm-hmm. you know from the beginning like you know, I, don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't dislike the humor, right? Like, oh no, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what makes MCU movies right. fun, in my opinion. Or, I mean, I, I, I like, I like the humor, and I think it's a lot of fun. But I think there was kind of not. You didn't want to overdo it in this one because there's there's a tone, right? That, that right. they were trying to achieve. And to speak of that, there was humor in this, and I think it was. It felt natural. It, it didn't feel out of place. Um, I love the characters, so like any kind of banter like that is like. Uh, great. Um, I, I love Shiri's attitude towards everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and it makes sense. It's a logical yeah. shift without getting too spoilery. She has like the biggest character change from the first movie, mm-hmm. um, and it it's not unfounded. It absolutely makes sense, um, and I agree with you, Eli. I love, I love that, um, especially if, like for her age and like all the yeah. tradition of the first movie. Um, I would give it right now. Anywhere between like I'm going eight point five to nine out of ten. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm 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 with you actually. I, I think it was really really well done. There is there is like a couple little um, side story. There is one main side story that I just could have done completely without. Um, I feel like it was kind of battling to be in the movie to kind of set up set up a certain character for the future and kind of you know their motivations a little bit more. Um, but I don't feel like it really had a place here. Um, otherwise, though, other than that, I I thought it was fantastic. I thought the action was really well done. I thought the, um, you know, again, we're going to avoid spoilers, but the, the bridge scene was, oh. was just <laughs> uh, something else, man. Like um, there's a scene, the way the camera moves when they're on it and the things, you know, they're, they're it's just a slow-mo and then they, you know, and then the cool thing I thought was they just like that whole scene has the score going through and then suddenly the score just stops. And oh, then yeah. you just it's just this beautiful like this fight choreography and it just looks great. It sounds great. It, and you had mentioned it before in our, in our, in our we, we were uh, we've been messaging each other since Christian. Um, it looks beautiful. Like the whole yeah, movie gorgeous. is just like because there are some movies you watch and and especially when they shoot night nighttime scenes mm-hmm. like you have to know how to shoot nighttime scenes yeah. there's so many there's there especially at the beginning of the movie in the first like 45 minutes to an hour is a lot yeah. of 
of nighttime stuff. Um, and it just looks stunning. Like they pulled it off. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. Um, I thought, you know, the, the movie, it, it, it is two hours and 41 minutes. Um, and there are kind of times in it where it does kind of feel like two hours and 41 minutes, but that's not a bad thing because this movie actually allows the characters to breathe. Yep. It allows the characters to grieve, to cope, to um, you actually get to know these characters a lot more than previous MCU movies. Um, yeah. I can't really think. I, I I think the only other one that really took this deep kind of introspective look at things like death and grief and loss was like WandaVision, right? Like WandaVision, I feel like was the last one to really, and that was a TV show that was over what, four or five hours total. Cause I think each yeah. episode was 30 to 45 minutes or whatever. Um, I felt like they did that. They just nailed that. And Angela Bassett oh. is just, what did she, um, she was the queen. Ah. She was the queen. She is, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we, I mean, me and you christian like we know angela bassett is right like she's yeah. been she's done she was freaking um tina turner, uh, tina turner like, to exhale like, yeah just, like she's yeah. a force and she always has been and this i feel like is some of her best work in this movie like she is you know again no spoilers but like we, we all know like you know something happens to t'challa i mean it's just gonna have to happen um she is just like a force to be reckoned with at that point um and she is just her performance is both devastating and powerful and all these things at at once she commands the screen as soon as like you Mm -hmm. sit up straight you're like as soon as you see her you're like oh yeah yeah she's the queen yeah oh my god um just from that her her like opening scene there's a whole opening scene with uh, fantastic like, oh yeah and yeah. um i thought that um namor namor as he namor. as he said it was it namor um was just uh tenoch i cannot remember his last name Quarta? Last was that tenoch i think is what yeah uh, that, that yeah. guy i looked at his uh, imdb he's done like other stuff but like yeah, man, this guy is a freaking revelation i thought he was yeah. great he was very subtle he wasn't like you know, one thing I've liked about both of these Black Panther movies are the the villains are are fully f- fleshed out. Like they know their motivations. They're not just out to destroy the world. And just like Killmonger, right? Like Killmonger, you you kind of you understand in a way where he's coming from. Right. You know, he's taking back what's his for for his people. He wants the best for his people, and that's what makes a good villain. And and Namor is very much the same way. Right. You know, he's doing what he thinks is right, and you know, even Thanos. People can argue that Thanos, he had a point, right? There's right. a whole argument like he made sense, like, and that's what makes a fantastic villain. And I think these Black Panther villains are going to go down in history. I already think Killmonger is one of the greatest MCU villains. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is. And I think Namor is going to go, go the same way. I'm excited to see what they're, where they're going to go with his character. I mean, even to a lesser extent, Andy Sergis is, um, oh yeah. Claw is claw. Fantastic. Like claw dead. Yeah, he did. But man, so 
how how often do you get to see any actor have that much fun on screen? Yeah, like, you can tell he was just having a blast. Dude, like, well, because he's not he's not covering literally. Yeah, yeah. stuff. And he's actually I know. Act. Yeah. Also, let's let's see more Andy Circus. I want to see his face. Yeah, yeah. Something. I want to see that guy's face. Like he's he's. I know I know he's doing Andor right now. And uh, oh, yeah. um, but um, please, but yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> um, but a, the um overall though, I thought it was really really well done. Uh, it makes it balanced drama, humor, and action, and it, it, a lot of fun stuff too. So this movie's not a complete downer, right? Oh, like, no. it was, uh, yeah, it has a cool spy element to it. Um, you know, we get to meet some cool new characters. Um, and it, like I said, the movie's not a complete bummer. Um, it's actually a lot of fun. It has its moments of levity. It's super funny. Um, it has just, it's just a really it is a roller coaster of emotions. Like one second you'll be crying, the next second you'll be laughing. Um, oh, and um, the mid credit scene was amazing. Yeah, the mid credit oh, scene was dude. incredible. Um, and and the, she's another one, Nakia. I, I Napita Liango. Lupita, yeah, Lupita Liango. Sorry, she's just she's a fantastic actress. Like she can do no wrong in my eyes. She's incredible. Yeah, there's a reason why she's an Oscar winner. Yeah, like yeah. she, you know, I still. I still think she should have been nominated for us and mm-hmm. possibly won for us, but that's just my, that's my personal bias. Um, she was incredible and she, she's just an amazing actress and the whole cast, the whole cast is just um, Leticia, La, is it Leticia Wright? Leticia Wright. Leticia Wright. Um, yeah. Denai Guerrera. Yeah. Like this whole cast. Um, oh gosh, I'm so bad with names today. I cannot remember. Um, Mbaku. Um, Winston. Winston. Duke. Winston. Duke, yes. Man. Loved him. That guy also from us, like, or also yeah. in us. And mm. uh, they're just, uh, he's fantastic. He like brought a lot of the humor and the levity. Yeah. Into the I love his character so much. Um, I fell in love with him. Um, he, he's, he's great. So um, yeah, overall though, I'm, I'm with you. I'm probably about a 8.5 out of 10. Um you know, there was, I did notice, I did notice with my, with my little eye. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, Chadwick's list in, in the cast for Wakanda forever. So I'm assuming like pictures or something, but um, mm-hmm. um, I did notice there was some uh, CGI. Oh, flashbacks. oh yeah. yeah. CGI was a little bit, um, it was a little choppy at points, um, which could be for, you know forgivable. I feel like the first Black Panther have those issues too, especially in the third act where it did. Yeah, it felt like a video game. Yeah, um, there was one specific scene, and I know it's a minor thing, but there's a scene where name you know uh, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna again no spo- no major spoilers. But the scene where the characters jumping off the bridge into a water, and you can kind of tell the the compositing there just looked mm-hmm. a little off. Um, so it was just. It's the minor issues, little minor things that that B plot, you know, going through kind of bummed it out a little bit for me. Um, and yeah, I feel like if they had trimmed a lot of that, the, the movie could have been trimmed down a little bit more. But otherwise, yeah, I'd say a solid 8.5 out of 10. Easy. Um, so actually, um, so let's actually get into spoilers a little bit. Um, so we're going to go ahead and count down real quick from the count of five. Uh, by the time we get to one, we're going to be in spoilers. We're going to put in the show notes. Uh, we'll, the, we're going to timestamp it and um, figure out when you guys could come back and we'll let you guys know. So we're going to do five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers. alert. Let's, let's talk about talk that about Dr. It. Doom scene. Oh, right. 
Um, so if only um, this this movie just went for it. It jumps into it. I was not prepared for how quickly it was going to just make us sad. Yeah. yeah. Like that first scene, you know, Shuri is trying to figure out she's, and it's even before the, the Marvel logo, like they've been doing that a lot lately where it's just like, they just cut to the movie. I think they started it with Endgame. I feel like, was it? Yeah. Endgame with the Hawkeye stuff. And then they did it with um, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, and I'm sure they've done it maybe one other time. I can't be mistaken. But anyways, that's when you know it's kind of serious, right? Like yeah. it's going to be something. Um, and Shuri is just, she's delirious. Like she's just trying to, you know, something's going on with T'Challa. She's trying to cure him. Like she's trying she's everything. She's trying to fabricate a new heart-shaped herb. A new heart-shaped herb. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the voice is, by the way, on the computer? No. Who is Her, it? Uh, that's uh, Trevor Noah. Is it? Oh, <laughs> yes, uh, that's I awesome. Just found that out today. Um, Good for but, him, uh, anyways, man. yeah, she's trying to. She's doing all this stuff, and then, God, I, I don't even know if I. Can, I'm trying here. I'm trying. Um, and then there's a. You can do it. I know. I'm trying not to tear up just thinking about it. Um, uh, the queen, uh, she comes out and she's like, like he's the you know T'Challa is gone. Um, and then Shuri just like breaks down and that's when you're like, oh shit. <laughs> like yeah. this movie is not pulling any punches. Like it just goes for it and it hits you right in the emotional feels. And then it cuts to like the Marvel logo and it's just Chadwick oh, God. and like the, the theater's completely silent. Yeah. Um, I could There's have sworn no, I could have almost the... heard that guy's basketball game. Yeah. No, yeah. It was like you like you said, you can hear a needle drop. It was the most powerful. I think I don't know how long the logo is, 15 seconds, yeah. 10, 15 seconds. Just the most powerful 15 seconds of any Marvel movie I've ever seen. You know, they um, did that when when Stan Lee passed away and we got the Stan Lee they did. Marvel intro. But I th- you know, to be fair, Stan was like 99. You know, he lived a full, full life. Exactly. And even though it's been like three years since we've lost Chadwick, it still hit really hard seeing that. You know, I I wrote in my review on Facebook that honestly, this really did feel like a cathartic experience. Mm -hmm. Like it, it almost felt like a, felt like a healing experience. Um, Now, obviously we never met him, right? Like we didn't know him, um, but the casts, um, especially for the cast. Like, I feel like this making this movie was a healing experience, not only for the characters, but for the actors, for yeah. the cast to come to terms with what happened. Um, and then you see the the beautiful funeral sequence and it, it, it's oh, gorgeous. So gorgeous. So beautifully shot. Like all of it's just uh, perfect. And then it cuts to. I like how the different, like the queen and Shadwick's, and T'Challa's grave, like what, whatever those were, yeah, yeah, were different. Yeah, the Ramon, the Queen had a side profile of her, while T'Challa has the yeah, helmet um, the, and the, the, the etchings on the yeah. on the thing. Yeah, um, and then it cuts to like one year later, right? Yeah, it yep. cuts to one, one year, year later. later, um, and then we're kind of in a, and this is kind of where the movie really starts. Um, we find out that like basically the UN is is trying to get into Wakanda and get the vibranium, yeah. and of course, like they would, um, and they're trying to figure out why they're um, 
just why they're not sharing it with the world. Like, you know, why they're not sharing this valuable resource with the world. Um, and then that's the first kind of Angela Bassett, the queen, like where she just like shuts them down. Yeah. And then the, uh, what are they called? The Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje. The Dora Milaje. They cut to them, like, you know, stopping these people from trying to steal vibranium. For just one second, because that yeah. is one of the most beautiful scenes. First of all, the whole opening funeral, gorgeous. Absolutely. Um, one of my big complaints about, and not to, to compare, but not one of my big complaints about um, Rings of Power is the overuse of slow-mo. Um, mm. I think they overuse it in places that don't need it. But my God, Ryan Cuckoo's use of slow-mo, just so gorgeous. That shot of like the dance. Oh, yeah. And it's I'm like, oh, a lot of those shots are in the original first trailer. And, mm. you know, even though that trailer made me emotional, that first one, yeah. um, it just had such a somber like take on everything and, and it really was a good description of what the mood was going to be for the movie but that shot of like they're like get, we need to get into this vault like who has access to this vault they're like cheetos and they open the vault and you see okoye coming out of the dark so cool. oh that's so cool. i i wanted to cheer when i saw her i yeah. was like yeah like shit's gonna go down um yeah. and since we're in complete spoilers um so we're not going to break down the movie 100 i just kind of want right. to set up the beginning and stuff and um so um were you expecting bucky to show up at all like i know like they're trying not to do that thing where they well i mean it's it's marvel after all right the mcu so like i was partly expecting but not disappointed by him not showing up don't get me wrong like i wasn't like oh my gosh if he doesn't show up i'm done um but i kind of feel like because him and okoye's kind of history especially through falcon and the winter soldier um and then you know his yeah and his kind of connection to wakanda um i would have figured that towards the end he might have showed up to help them out a little bit right like um it might have seemed like a good uh um, a good idea, but I mean, I'm, I'm not bummed that he didn't show up. White colonizer to get the white wolf. The white wolf. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I will say, so I know that your one of your critiques of the movie is yeah. with the B plots, which is the, the Ross and Val storyline. Right. Absolutely. Um, so I, that didn't bother me. I actually wanted, okay. like when you say that about winter soldier, I was like, Ross better be here. Cause I think like, Ross was such a seminal, like not a huge part, but like I liked Ross. I, I liked Ross showing right. up. The thing that bothered me was not uh, bothered me, but Val. Like that was what kind of threw me off. I was like, wait, like why is she in this? Um, and I understand their relationship and like you know the importance of her character. And as far as you know, she wants the vibranium. You know, essentially, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, go ahead, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So I was I was happy to catch up with him and. Also, I, it's it's just my personal, like I love Elaine. I love um, I she's fantastic. Her name, but yeah, I, I yeah. love Julia Louis Dreyfus. So okay. um, every time I see her on screen, I'm just happy to see her. But I, I absolutely understand. Like I felt like no. when we got to those scenes, I'm like, let's get back to Siri now. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And that, that's kind of how I felt. So I don't feel like it necessarily. So I don't want to say that it, I, I guess I did kind of say that it deterred from the movie, but like, it just, it just didn't, for me, like if it wasn't there, like I wouldn't, wouldn't have changed it at all. Right. Right. Wouldn't have changed it. Um, But right. no, I know exactly what you mean. Like she's fantastic. Right. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is just amazing. Yeah. Um, What do you guys think of Riri? So that was my concern going in. I was like, do we need to have Riri Williams in this? Mm-hmm. I do know that. that I like her um, car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, I do know that. Um, oh my god, 
Ryan is, I think he's a producer on her show on Ryan. Yeah, um, on our, her, yeah. So, and I, and I, I, I have a feeling he was the one who asked to bring her in in this movie because I think that would be like a really cool way to bring in. And like she even says the line, she's like, "Yo, young black and gifted, right?" And she's <laughs> like, "Oh, do you guys have that saying in um in Wakanda?" Right. And, but I mean, like, it it would make sense. And I thought she was fantastic. I don't know who that actress is. Um, she Me was either. kind of like the comedy relief and like Dominique think, Thorne. Dominique Thorne. She's fantastic. She uh, was not overused. I think they did a really good job. Dana brought up a good a good thing though, and I think you just kind of don't have enough time to do it all. Um, but you know, obviously, she's inspired by Iron Man. She made a damn right. Iron Man suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of like actor. it would have been cool to hear her talk about that, like her inspiration. You know what I mean? Tying it back. Absolutely. Her. There's only so much time there. Um, but I do like she was really necessary and they really tied her in. Um, I love seeing like how far Ramonda and Shuri would like to go to oh. defend her, you know, and that really shows what kind of leaders they are, like what kind of queens or princesses or Black Panthers uh, they are. Spoiler alert, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> right, right. you know, but uh, fantastic, like, like really, really good. I like um, Shuri's suit design. Yeah, Sherry's suit, suit design was really good. We'll get to that in a second. But what did you think of Riri? I know you were you you had some um, concerns about the 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 suit. You could talk about it. Like, let's uh, talk about it. I, I know that her first suit was more of like a makeshift, like not Iron Man suit per se, but like her trying to make her own. Mm-hmm. So before when he, he I hadn't seen her suit yet, and he said that her actual suit, you know, at the end of the movie, um, and I. I, I I hadn't seen it. He saw it on he saw like a clip of it on TikTok or something. And I know it's probably in the trailer briefly, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I think so. Um, so I wasn't sure what he was referring to when he said it didn't really look um, you know, it didn't look great. You know, he he th- he thought it felt like um uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the dude. It, it, looks, it looks a little um, bit too big and clunky. Big and clunky. And did you say it looked like kind of like a, a, a like a Walmart version of the suit? No. <laughs> well, someone had said that, and I had heard it somewhere. I think I was listening to another podcast, and and, and they had brought that up. Um, so it um, and it looks I, like I, a Target version. A Target version, yeah. Oh yeah, we don't go to Walmart. Who goes to Walmart? <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, I. Uh, and, and I was chalking it up to like, yeah, it's, his, it's her first suit. She made this thing, you know, it's kind of like Tony Stark when he first made his suit, it wasn't perfect. Um, but then I saw it on screen and I was like, oh no, this isn't like, this is her like well thought out, like suit, right? Like this is her suit. Yeah. It's a first suit, you know, built by a 19 year old, super smart 19 year old. She's considered a scientist. Like she's, you know, all these things. Um, but like, uh, I couldn't tell if I liked it or not. I think after when I first saw it, I was a little off guard because it almost felt like a, like a Power Ranger suit, if that made sense. Like something yeah. you would see There's in Power a Rangers. Meme of it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, but then like once I saw it in action, I was like, okay, like that's cool. Like I like it. I can do it. Had this figure for that's a um, for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. They had I saw it at Target. I'm like, I'm gonna buy it uh, just because I wanted to see it up close. Right. And I've had time to get used to it. And I noticed it now, like thinking that it was designed by a 19 year old. It looks like it's from straight out of like anime. It looks like a, it like a mech suit. Um, and that makes sense to me. Like, especially when you look at the design of the legs, um, there's like, it kind of looks like a Pacific Rim suit. Yeah. Right. Like there's definitely like a Japanese inspiration uh, to this. And I think, I think that's kind of cool. It's also a good way to kind of define it as her armor. Cause in the comics, like uh Riri's suit is just golden red. You know, like like an Iron Man suit fit for a girl, 
basically. Right. Um, so it's kind of cool that they took like this path and they still have the red and gold in it. You know what I mean? But it's it's definitely like her. Absolutely. So. Um, so just real quick, let's just talk about how it all kind of ties together. So um, Namor, he has his whole, uh, um, where do they live? Tolokan. 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 Under the, in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, and they have vibranium there, um, which everyone just was always under the belief that it was only in Wakanda. Um, there's this drilling team. They're trying to get to the vibranium under the water. Turns out Riri designed the machine that can do that um to find it to find the vibranium vibranium detector yeah yes um and so what happens is namor gets he's like no like these are my people this is my my kingdom this is my thing uh this can't happen so he ends up in wakanda and he meets up with shuri and the queen and he's like look like they're trying, they're coming from my vibranium, my people, they're going to do the same to you. Let's team up and let's take them all on. Like, let's just start, a, let's just stop them to start a war, whatever we have to do to stop them. Um, you know, the queen and sure, you know, the Wakandans are proud people, but they're better than that. They know better than to start wars with people. They're, um, except they're, for Kilmon. Well, but that's but that's well, he's not a real yeah, yeah, if they're being attacked, like yeah, they're gonna start a war. But yeah. they weren't they're they're trying to, you know, peaceful. Yeah. Um they're essentially trying like, to. nah, dude, like we're not gonna start a war with the with the surface, we're not gonna start a war with everyone yeah. else. Um and Namor's like, All right, fine. So he kind of goes off on his own. He tries to find the scientist who created the machine so he can kill her. Um, and that happens to be Riri. Um, Shuri and Okoye get to her first. They bring her to Wakanda. Oh, no. Oh, no. They try to bring her to Wakanda. Yeah. They get stopped on the bridge in this beautiful fight sequence on the bridge. <laughs> um, and when the cars like blow up and stuff, like that slow motion there, you see like Okoye and Shuri like flying towards the camera. Yeah. Just, oh, beautiful. And then there's the fight. And then he ends up taking Shuri, or no, sorry, not Shuri. Um, Shuri um, and Shuri and Riri. Yeah, because Shuri demands to go talk to Namor, um, and that's how kind of everything ties together. That's how this whole thing kind of gets started. Um, Shuri, Okoye, um, they enlist the help of Nakia. Nakia goes down there. She kills some of the some of she Namor's well, people. Too. Can we call them Atlanteans? I mean, is that- I know. I think it's just easier. I don't know how else to. Yeah. I feel like because I mean, I know the rights issues with Nemor are the same with the Hulk mm-hmm. to where they were. It's a universal. So right. they can't. Um, there are certain things they can't use. So I don't know if they just couldn't use Atlanteans. I, I think Atlantean is like. But so that's weird because I think there's there Atlanteans. Okay, I could be getting my comic book lore all messed up. Is Atlanteans isn't Aquaman, right? It is. So okay. I, I don't know if that's the reason or, or, or Atlantis, which is also owned by Disney. I don't think that would Atlantis be Atlantis is also in in Marvel and Atlanteans okay. is also in Marvel. I'm sorry. Yeah, I but I think for like, the, the like the be able the ability to use it in film has okay. Uh, there I there so I do like how they kind of rewrote Namer's whole thing. Um, I like how it's, he's kind of steeped in like Mayan culture and Mexican culture. That I was... also like how they tied in like just see like creature like the sirens. 
mm-hmm. and like the song oh of the gosh. sea. Like, wow, that was just really, really cool. That was a that 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 song that they were doing. Like, I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, me too. Why. I was like, oh. yeah, exactly. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, like they nailed it. His people, uh, yeah, it has that that really rich Mayan tradition, which I thought was just beautiful and gorgeous. It brought that kind of um, kukunkan. Kukunkan, yeah. kukunkan. Um, it, I love the way he talked too. Like, I was like totally enamored by him. Like, he was so smooth and like so like subtle and just have yeah. this really cool air about him that you're like i can see why your people love you like you're a good leader like you're doing this for your people um and then you go into his backstory and everything and he even uses the word mutant like yeah like, uh, mutant. um and um yeah his backstory is is beautiful and the way they captured so let's talk about the underwater stuff real quick yes because um, I feel like there is a stark difference between something like, so again, I don't want to compare the two, but it's going to be hard not to, or it is hard not to. So you have something like Aquaman and you have this, right? You have, you have the, the way of water here and the way of water there. Yeah. Um, so Aquaman. The way of water. Yeah. And you have Avatar, the way of water. Um, Aquaman was very, I, I thought, I, I actually really enjoyed Aquaman. I thought Aquaman was one of the better yeah, DC movies. a lot movies. of fun. Um, yeah, um, but I feel you know their version of of under their underwater scenes and everything like that was a lot more colorful, right? A lot brighter, a lot more um, vibrant, I mm-hmm. guess, right? Um, this one looked like it will exist under the sea because you had the stuff, you had the rusting metals, you had all of the algae growing on stuff, and it wasn't necessarily a pretty, you know, it, it wasn't like this this pristine, beautiful kingdom. But there was this mythical element to it that that just made it work. Like, right. obviously, you see these like, people living under the sea. What's up? Like it's artificial sun. Yeah, like it's artificial sun. Oh yeah, that was that was really cool. The artificial sun. And then what's that? It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And then you see like the kids swimming around and like playing, and it's like exactly how people would be swimming underwater. You know, it wasn't this weird way of swimming where they're just kind of flouncing around or whatever. It was like yeah. I feel like a lot of times that gets overlooked when they're they're building, and not that I would know, I'm not an underwater creature, but I right. feel like the the fact that you your main mode of transportation or your traversal is through swimming, your mm-hmm. cities wouldn't just be like flat, right? Yeah. So they they have this like long kind of like swimming through it, you know what I mean? Instead of like oh, this, cool. just, which is really really clever, like you know a lot of like underwater civilizations, whether it's Star Wars or uh, mm-hmm. the DC universe, like we'll just build like a flat, yeah. Atlantis, you know. Um, well, so they, I thought that was really cool and clever too. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, with the, I love when they were going through that tube and like mm-hmm. Sherry's like, hold up, like Namor, stop. And then yeah. just it through. Um, one thing I did read, which I thought was really cool, uh, Ryan Kugler did not know how to swim. Um, <laughs> I also read he, that Ted Noach didn't know how to swim. Either. Yeah. And they they both, um, Ryan was so adamant about shooting these scenes underwater that he learned how to swim so yeah. that he can do it. Um, and it paid off. Like, and, and, you know, I talked about this a little bit too with you, I believe um, about, you know, now I'm very curious to see how James Cameron handles it in way of water. Um, Cause this is going to be kind of hard to top and hard to beat. And obviously it's a whole, yeah. totally different world, totally different thing. Um, it's going to um, be hard to not draw comparisons. Exactly. Like these are also, these movies are pretty close to release. Exactly. To each other. So, um, so let's, let's uh, talk about um, uh, Sherry and our artificial herb and where that takes her um so she 
takes the herb after plenty of, you know, Black Panther is gone. There is no more Black Panther. Um, she's kind of had enough. So she creates this herb, herb and, you know, her and Nakia are in the lab. She takes the herb and she goes to the ancestral plane. The ancestral plane. <laughs> um, we are in that scene. You've seen the scene in the trailer, you know, with the fire and everything in the room. Um, and she comes around and sitting on that throne i knew no i knew right. i mean i hate to be that guy like oh, i knew it but like as nope. soon as like you see the back of the throne I'm we like, we were talking about that too like we absolutely were like, killmonger it's killmonger yeah. and yeah. that's um, the one he sat in black panther was yeah, yeah yeah on the three yeah when he when he took yeah. the throne for a little bit um and um what do you think about that scene were you well just just to back it up a little bit i love because eli you brought this up earlier like when Ramonda was like, you got to get working on the hard shape herb. And she was like rejecting it. She was like, you know, science mom, like I've done with this old tradition. That's the old way. We're not doing it. And then it's kind of her finally kind of not coming to terms with that. It's all about ultra. Right. Cause I think ultimately with her, it's about marrying the two. Um, Cause she's still, I mean, not to skip too far ahead, but kind of still rejects the throne. I think ultimately in the end, right? Like she, yes. oh, she yeah. takes the black Panther throne, but not like queen. Mm-hmm. ultimately so but anyway i think she might pass that on to baku i i think like in baku's uh, like like i'm here to represent her but i don't know that he's king now i don't think that that's exactly it either um also with the post he even calls him lord mbaku right lord mbaku but not king mbaku mm-hmm. right so yeah. um, i also like going back to the fact that um nakia was there like i think like they all kind of have their roles but I think one of the things that I love so much about Nakia is like she was sweetness, like she was heart, she was love. And yeah. like when they were like watching the the printer, like she grabs her hand and then just the shot of the the flower between them holding hands. And I love mm-hmm. that. Like I love like the kinship between all the characters, um, the sweetness be- between them. And I thought that was just really really sweet. It was beautifully like, done, beautifully yeah. done. And uh, but yeah. Um, you guys, you know, happy about seeing Kill? Not happy about it per se, but do you think he had a massive impact on what Sherry was going to do? Yes. Do you? Yeah. What? Okay. Tell, talk about it. Yeah. I think that he does because if he didn't say what he had said, like, do you want to be like the humble leader, like your brother, or do you want to be like me? Be like me and take revenge, right? Yeah. And so she, oh, uh, she drew a line in between them mm-hmm. and she went a little bit more towards Killmonger, but she still was on that line. I, I think it, it really kind of draws like, like talking about drawing lines, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and the whole thing about Namor not being like, like just an outright villain and like how they did that so beautifully with Killmonger too. Um, you know, I, I think we, we needed to see like the grays of everything you see, like how beautiful is his places and like how he's trying to defend it and you know it is a noble cause and then you also get to see shuri the the protagonist kind of become a villain at the end mm-hmm. you know and like just like she's talking to mbaku she's like i want my revenge and you're gonna help me and it's like oh sure they're like a black suit right. right yeah and i i think it was this real like it was all to come to this beautiful and i loved it so much because it ties back to civil war right like mm-hmm. when 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 Chadwick or when T'Challa figures like I have we are both consumed with vengeance and I'm not going to do it anymore and to hear her right. say the line like I we have been we have been overcome with vengeance and but I won't let our people and it's like oh like that's why you're Black Panther now 
Like, yeah. I love it. I love and it. At this point, we got to, so just, you know, we keep on jumping ahead because I'm so excited to talk about so many points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ahead. sorry. Yeah. But no, 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 that is totally fine. I was, you know, referring to even before I jumped ahead when I was talking about the Killmonger scene, um, uh, Namor kills the queen. Mm-hmm. Right, oh like, my god oh. so there's there's three three parts of this movie that made me cry there was the the opening that and um the ending which we'll talk about um when sheer shuri like that moment my heart just sank for shuri like she had like literally like everything like she lost her brother she was still coping with the death of her brother and then her mom dies yeah and I was just like, I, I Thankfully can't. Thankfully, she didn't burn those robes. Yeah, thank, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, um, and that just, um, <laughs> um, that just devastated me to no end. Like, I was like, I can't even, like, they're not going to do this to Shuri. Like, you can't, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, like, they can't do that. Like, how are you going to do that? Like, yeah. why are you going, Marvel? Why do you hate Shuri so much? Like, what character did she ever do other than that? I mean, like, in, life, we'll yeah. talk about some in other the MCU are. now, it now it's it's Thor, it's Wanda and Shuri, mm-hmm. like who have lost it's the most. Just oh, don't forget about Peter. Devastating. Well, oh, yeah, Peter. Now, yeah, too. Peter. Yeah, Peter. Has. I mean, there's still most of them. They're Peter still, lost yeah, still that, that scene when you see Shuri's face and she's oh. just like coming to terms. She's just tr- like trying to process it all. Like she's like she's essentially like what the f-? like. My I mean, it happens so fast, and like Namor is like he's like like bury your dead and mourn your losses. You're the queen now, and I was like, wait, 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 what? I'm yeah. like. And I didn't think Ramona was going to die. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. Little cameos by Anderson Cooper, which I appreciate. (laughs) Yeah, Um, Yeah, of course. I actually enjoy Anderson Cooper. Um, I love Anderson. Yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. Um, But yeah, and then that's kind of, you know, she kind of, you know, then that's when the whole vengeance, revenge thing comes into play when she is Black Panther or she becomes Black Panther. Um, Is she going to go for revenge or is she going to be humble like her brother? And she does that gray line in the middle. Um, but she, um, when she does that with M'Baku and she's like, you're like, Shuri means business. Cause at this, you know, up until now we're like the fun Shuri, like, you know, yeah. she's kind of, you know, the younger sister. I really love her character. I've loved her character since the first Black Panther. I loved her in she is Infinity the first War. She to plug somebody off in the MCU. Yeah, she was. <laughs> yeah. When he comes out, like just the messing around thing. Yeah. And she's just, I, I love her, Shuri, the character so much. And then. Suddenly she she's just like this force to be reckoned with at this yeah. point. She's got the suit on. She's just she's done. She's done. I, I, I think that was one of the powerful things with this movie. And I think they knew it. Like to take Shuri from like, what are those? And you know, she yeah. was like such like a TikTok teenager to to like having to all of this weight on her shoulders now. Like all we were it. gonna feel it, we had to feel that with her, mm-hmm. you know, knowing where she came from. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Maku's conversation with her right after the funeral kind of yes that states was that too. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Like um, you've lost too much to be considered a child. Still, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not anymore. Um, and then you have the you know the typical 
listen, like all comic book movies do this. You have the big CGI battle at the end, um, you know, between the, the, the Namor and, and all these things. And that, that scene where she this finally... This going to have a better blue person battle. <laughs> yeah, right? That's true. That's very true. Um, and essentially at the end, they kind of, um, they essentially, you know, allies allies and decide that they're stronger together um and so they namor calls off his people and they kind of um i don't want to say they live happily ever after but they probably the battle ends and then we see the ceremony you know with mbaku trying to miss something what uh the there wasn't an end credit scene but there was something that's saying someone will return Oh, at the very end of the credits? Yep. Oh, probably Namor, right? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I didn't know if it was Namor or, or Riri. I don't know who they were said. Probably I, I left because I left after yeah, that. The mid- same. Yeah, I knew there was yeah. only one in credit scene. So yeah, bolted after that. But um, yeah, so that's kind of, um, you know, Shuri, she, you know, like you said, you know, she, she never really took the crown. You know, she, we don't really know the state of Wakanda after this, you know, we know things are better. We just don't know who's going to be the king or queen or whatever. Um, And the movie ends and then we get the mid credit scene, um, which is a reveal. And I kind of feel like it was a reveal to make the fanboys shut up Um, (laughs) um, about having a, uh, because I think Shuri is an amazing Black Panther, Um, but in a way like, as much as I would love for her to be Black Panther, I still, you know, you could have, I I would have loved, you know, again, I know she wasn't part of the royal family or whatever, but I think uh, Nakia would have been an um, incredible Black Panther. Um, not that I don't think Shuri is. She I think Shuri is part of the royal family. Oh, she is. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in a second. But I think Shuri, um, I just love Shuri. Like, not that I'm not down with like character advancement and making these characters new characters, but I love her the way she is. Yeah. And I don't feel like, I don't feel like she's, I don't think she, she doesn't want, I don't think she wants to be Black Panther. Like she just did it right. for this to, to, to honor her family legacy, do what she had to do. And I don't think she wants it. And I don't, and I don't want her to, to have to bear with that kind of um, weight on her shoulders. If she doesn't we need want a Black Panther game. We do. We do. Um, so yeah, we get to the end credit scene, um, which just tore me to pieces. The end of the movie tore me to pieces. First yeah. of all, she's sitting there. She's just, it's kind of a, one of those bittersweet endings, you know, yeah. like she's, she's kind, of, kind of, she's finally, bawling. yeah, they have a tradition where they burn their robes um, after, you know, the morning is over. She finally burns them. Um, and she's just looking off into the sunset with kind of tears in her that eyes. That got me just that alone. And then, yeah. God. And then you and get then to the, the mid credit and got me even more <laughs> mid credit uh. scene. Um, we uh, Nakia is there, um, and she comes up with a little boy. Uh, he's probably about six or seven. Could be wrong on the age there. Um, uh, T'Challa had a son, whose all name is also T'Challa. She said she was. She said he was seven. Seven, yeah. Whose name was also? Ch- How do you? You don't even remember what you, uh, your homework. How do you remember <laughs> what this boy's age was? I don't understand. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, we find out he had a son um, who's fit to take the throne at some point and will become the Black Panther at some point. Um, I don't. So maybe. As, maybe. Well, you know, he will. Like I said, it's yeah. to shut the fanboys up so that they don't. You know. Um, but and maybe um, Quantum Mania. Yeah, well, I, knows, you know, if I they're think... going to do a time jump or something for the next yeah. movie or what, but. 
I, I shout out to Straw Hat Goofy on, on TikTok. I don't know if you guys all follow Straw Hat Goofy. He's oh, TikTok no, but I know who he is. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, um, he pops up so every now and again. He was time. basically talking to me. He's a really cool guy. I got to meet him in person. at Disney. Really? Yeah, super tall. Way taller than I thought he would be. Dude, that's um, awesome. He's a nice guy. Uh, but yeah, he kind of brought up the whole like phase four is all about introducing like the re- not the replacements, but you know, like we have a new Hulk, we have a new Hawkeye, we have a new Black Widow, we have a new right. Captain America, we have a um, you know what I mean. Um, and he said that this is all set up for Kang, right? Like set up for Kang Quantumania. Absolutely. Um, so which I, I'm really excited because I can't wait to get any anything with Jonathan Majors at this point. Like that oh dude is God. about to blow up. Like that guy, uh, just real quick, he's been on my radar for a long time, even before all this. Like, I honestly, like, he's, I don't know if you're, if you've watched The Last Black Man in San Francisco, Mm -mm. I just, that movie is absolutely gorgeous. I think everybody should watch it. It's incredible. The soundtrack is amazing. The score is amazing. Um, And it's just a beautiful movie. That's the movie I kind of fell in love with him. Then he did like, Lovecraft Country, and I was like, "This dude's the real deal." And then he was in Loki, and I was like, "Holy, yeah!" His one scene, <laughs> like, is so and funny. he's going to be in Creed three, like, yeah. up against Michael B. You know, up against you know Michael yeah. B. Jordan, and he's the dude's ripped. I'm sorry, but like, he's freaking like, my god, like, like Jesus. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, man, like, leave the like, leave something for the rest of us. <laughs> um, but um. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm point. really excited to see it. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I love Black Panther too. I would say it's hard and it's apples and oranges. So I hate to compare. But if if I was forced to decide on the best superhero movie of the year, I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't say yet. I think I need time to sit with it. But it's between this and the Batman. Um, I love the Batman still. Oh yeah. Okay. Going through. Yeah. But again, it's they're two different things. You know, this was like. They're both slow burn studies. One was a thriller and one was like an emotional study. Um, so, you know, it's, I, I can, I can like really love both of these movies, but. Absolutely. I think yeah. um, for me personally, I would probably have to put this at the best superhero movie of the year. You know, I did just see it yesterday and it could be recency bias, but I don't think I've had an emotional experience like this in a movie in general. Right. in a long time right. um I, I would honestly probably put it as one of my favorite movies of the year yeah. uh, because of that um it made me feel things i hadn't you know felt in a long time made me kind of feel like i said it was a cathartic experience it, it really kind of helped me cope in the little way that i could with chadwick's yeah. passing and i think a lot of people um and uh so yeah um well, what about you? Is it you, as far as superhero movies this year? What 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 would be at the top of your list? Uh, at the top of my list currently, I I would have to put this at second, and then the Batman at first. Oh, okay, okay, cool. I mean, I get what you're saying with the like the cathartic, like okay, so like just to bring it to like video games for a second, um, I love the Arkham games, right? Like mm-hmm. the Arkham oh, games, yeah. um, so close to my heart. But that Spider Man game, that PS4 Spider Man game mm-hmm. that came, have have, have you finished that? I'm getting close. I'm almost at 50%. I, I'm not going to spoil it, but I cried at the end. Oh, um, I got all the backpacks yesterday, though. Yeah, I that I think the difference between the Spider-Man and the Arkham game was the emotional hit. Like, it, it hits so close to home, and I think that's something that Batman not I failed to do. But, it, but just, I know how uh, it ends. Yeah, it got me. It got it really got me. It did, I didn't cry as hard as Red Dead 2, 
that oh, right, really yeah. got me. Um, but yeah, I, I think the last, I mean, I feel like I've gotten emotional a couple of times this year and it wasn't all movies. I think the last mm-hmm. movie experience that got me was actually Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Cause that does just so heartbreaking. Like having yeah. to say goodbye to, to MJ and everything and Ned, um, but like, Oh, and May. Yeah. Um, yeah. And May too. But like pretty much everybody he knew. There's been some good TV stuff. House of the Dragon got me emotional. More. Sandman got me emotional. Andor. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying it, but wow. Yeah. Um, so there there's been a lot of really good stuff. But I, I think as far as movies go, I would say Black Panther was one of the big ones emotionally, cool. like that for that catharsis. Yeah. Um, um, this year. just real quick, if you had to choose Black Panther one or two, which one would you say? One. Oh, see, it's that I one. think it's that recency bias for me, but it's two for me, I think. Okay. Um, I think uh-huh. it's the that emotional, like I mean, the first one is fantastic, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might just be because of the recency, but I think just like the visual aspect, the emotional aspect, um, I really, really love this movie. Absolutely. No, I'm the same way. I feel like two barely edges out part one. Yeah. Um yeah. I do feel like there's a, a just like again, it's that emotional catharsis, it's that that uh that emotional connection that you have with yeah. it that that really kind of puts it up a little bit more as opposed to part one. Um, I think they're both fantastic though. I think they're both great. Not um, to derail, but quickly, what would you say was a movie that got you the most emotion? Like we were a wreck over. Like so any movie, any movie, right? Not just any this movie, year. Any movie. Um, so of course there's like the, the basic answers, right? Like you have something like Schindler's list, right? <laughs> Which is right. just devastating on all levels. Um, but I think, Gosh, that is a really good question. Uh, I think one of the last, not not the last, but the last one I can remember really kind of giving me that, just that holy crap, like what did I just watch? So there's actually a couple. So on the uh, on the two different ends of the scale, right? So everything, everywhere, all at once did that for me mm-hmm. in a particular way. Made me feel all the emotions. Mm-hmm. I walked out of it just like thinking I'm going to go change my life. Um, but I think the last one that really just kind of devastated me to the core um, was 20 years ago, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, sure. <laughs> um, that movie is absolutely, it's a fantastic movie. It's an amazingly well-made movie. It has just, the performances are just top-notch. Jared Leto, Jennifer Connelly, even Marlon Wayans gives like- His, his best movie. It's like, his best performance yeah. by far. Darren yeah. Aronofsky knew what he was doing. Um, uh, Ellen Bernstein was just, uh, just it's this whole thing. Um, but I cannot watch that movie ever again. I no. never will touch it. I'll never even, no. I, I want, I honestly will let, I, I will make my kids watch it so that they don't ever do drugs. In their yes. Life. You should. I um, already don't plan on doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that, I think just those, a little insurance. Yeah. Yeah. But that was the last movie that on my body. Good. Good. Uh, that, that's the last movie that devastated me. I think everything all, everywhere all at once was the last one that kind of gave me this kind of roller coaster of emotions like that. I, I, I feel embarrassed to say this. Um, so there's two movies that on I remember, and I this was not by myself, so there are witnesses. Hmm. Um Toy Story Three. I just wasn't oh, yeah. ready. Oh. I was like, <laughs> like there was a lot of dialogue at the end, and I couldn't hear any of it because I was crying so hard. Um and my roommates were like, are you okay, dude? Because we were like in our apartment just watching it. And I was just like, I wasn't ready. I didn't know it was going to be like this. Um, and then Marley and me. Um, oh, I God. had just lost my dog. 
Um, and for whatever reason, we thought we would watch Marley and Me. I still to this day have never finished it. I ran to my room and buried my face in my pillow and was wow. a wreck. Like that movie's rough. Um, I I have no intention of ever finishing that movie. Why can't we have a fun animal movie that's fun all the way through? Yeah, like Homeward I Bound. Hate... There we go. We got Homeward. It. Yeah, I think that's the last <laughs> one, right? Everything else, like we see a dog in the trailer, and it has like you oh, know, yeah, there's no. that you, it has that like emotional music playing through, and it's all fun and games and everything. You're like, dog's gonna die. Yeah, we cannot. I'm not gonna watch that. We cannot let Ellie watch that. Uh, I think it was. Um, some, what was the last one we watched that was I just that just killed everybody? And even my daughter cried during Call of the Wild, right? You know, the dog that's in that movie is totally yeah. CGI dog. Like she hated it. Yeah. Um, but the, there's that Channing Tatum movie out, Dog, I think it's called. With him. I have, yeah, I haven't seen it. Though. I'm afraid to watch that. Yeah, like, something's gonna happen to the dog. So, like, there's why can't a, we have happy, fun dog movies? There's a website called Does the Dog Survive? Yes, yeah, that. and you can look it up if you're if you're nervous about a um, certain movie. Yeah, no, I do do that. I, actually, I should check out Dog. Actually, I haven't been on it for a while. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean about Toy Story three. By the way, that incinerator scene is just Jesus. like. I cannot, you know, I still remember watching that movie and I'm like, no, they're not going to like, they're no, no. I was like, a wreck. Then, then I was like, this is Pixar. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's Pixar. I, I, yeah. I, Have I, you seen the opening to Up? And of course, you know, when that movie came out, I was like, that this is the last one. So you're yeah. like, this is going to be crazy. Um, but anyways, um, I think, I think that's actually our show for today. Um, we were going to talk about Mythic Quest, um, but I don't, th- th- that's kind of a little bit more I want to talk about. Um, so we'll get into that next week. Um, but uh, can I share my movie show class? Yeah, just real quick. Just real quick. Uh, I just yeah. want to say uh, Mythic Quest season three has started on Apple TV Plus. If you're caught up on seasons one and two, um, definitely watch season three. It's off to a good start so far as two episodes. Um, but I want, I want to talk about that more next week because it's a fantastic show. I love it. It's hilarious. Um, there's so much to talk about. So we'll talk about that next week. What are we going to say? Uh, the My two movies that kind of messed me up a little bit was... Oh, yeah, you never got to yours. No. I'm oh, sorry, Eli. One of them was everywhere, everything everywhere all at once. Okay, for multiple reasons, and then another one was a silent voice. Oh yeah, oh a silent voice. So I watched this movie. I, I I'm kind of like not up with my anime films. Mm. Um, a silent voice just wrecked me. Oh, that was no. another one that was that was pretty. Um, just uh, it's about this girl. She's mute. Um, you know the story a yeah. little bit better, and she falls in love with this boy, right? Yeah. And they start this relationship, and just all this. It kind of starts out when they're in like elementary school. He's kind of not the best person then, mm-hmm. and then we time skip to when they're in high school. Yeah, he's kind of a bully. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's kind of changed a little bit. He has sort of social anxiety. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really want to talk to anybody. Yeah. And then he meets up with her again and they start this relationship. And um, it's one of those more. And then she tries to. And then they at the start of the movie, he tries to kill himself, but he doesn't go through with it. Later in the movie, she almost goes through with it. Yeah. So it has a lot to do with mental health and teenagers and suicide. Wow. That sounds powerful. yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's one. I gotta of the, check that out. The silent yeah. her silent the, voice is called a silent voice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, it's yeah. on Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. I almost um, watched it again yesterday. <laughs> uh, yeah, he loves that movie. Um, but, I don't uh, love it. Well, it's a good movie, but I don't. You've watched love it. it like three or four times. Yeah. 
in the past like year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Disco likes it too. Um, so anyways, yeah. Um, so those are the movies that devastated us um, <laughs> or had some kind of emotional impact on us. Um, yeah. Check out Wakanda Forever in theaters now. Um, I think within the next couple of weeks, we're getting a lot of pretty good movies coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, not nothing that's going to, you know, I think Black Panther is going to um, dominate for a long time until Avatar. But in the upcoming weeks, we have um, Thanksgiving. We have Glass Onion. Yeah, the week of Thanksgiving, Glass Onion will be released for. When does a, The Whale come out? The Speaking whale is Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, the whale is coming out at the beginning of December, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Um, as well as the Fablemans, the Steven Spielberg oh, movie. Man. Yes, that's the one I'm like super excited about. Uh, <sighs> I'm waiting to get tickets for that. We already got our tickets for Glass Onion. We're actually seeing it. it this is going to be on Netflix a month after it premieres in theaters right. for a week. But I feel like that's a movie that needs to be seen at theaters. Uh, I remember the first one in theaters was just so much fun, um, especially when a crowd of people trying to figure out what's going on, who the kid, whatever the mystery is. Um, fantastic. So, um, but yeah, and then Avatar Way of Water, um, which I'm I'm still on the fence about, but I'm going to go see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's James Cameron. Like, I cannot discount James Cameron. Um, yeah. So Christian, just real quick, kind of want to start this new thing. If you have any ideas, do you have anything that you recommend people watch? Do you have anything that you are um, I playing? Mean, What's that? Andor. Uh, Andor. I'm, I'm okay. in just full on Andor mode right now, and I can't speak of any spoilers, but I just, I, I don't, this is probably the best Star Wars we've ever gotten. This is easily the best dialogue, the best written Star Wars Um for I, I push back to anybody that says that it's boring. I push back to anybody that says it's not Star Wars because this is the hardest Star Wars. <laughs> nice. um, like really, like Star Wars is about Clone Wars. Yes, but have you finished Andor? Is what I'm saying. No. I love. I love. I will put. I will put Clone Wars because this is for Dana. Clone Wars is still her number one. Mm. Um, and my and Andor to me is just. Um, I this is probably the best thing that Dave Filoni didn't touch. Because uh, I love anything Dave Filoni does, uh, right? But Tony Gilroy, man, man, like just um, so Thanks. Andor House of the Dragon. Obviously, if you haven't watched it, I feel like they do need to bench Filoni for a couple things, like let the <laughs> directors have not full control, but as much as they can. I say put it all in his on. Like if if we need a Feige for Star Wars, let it be Filoni. Absolutely. Yes, that's absolutely. my thing. Absolutely. I, I think he understands George's vision and is a better storyteller than him. So we can we can understand it better too. I, I feel like Disney 100%. should give yeah. like do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah. Eli, well, do you have anything that you're you're watching, you're checking out that you think people should be watching? I know you've been watching some new animes. Um, I know you've been watching Chainsaw Man, which I've been hearing a lot about. Yes. Um, what do you do you have anything to recommend? Uh, Chainsaw mm-hmm. Man, it, it's brand new. It it's on Hulu, Crunchyroll, and it's a brand new anime. Yeah, I I'm not. It looks interesting. Go- <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Um, and yeah, so that's will, will that be your recommend for this? And one? My Hero Academia, of course, of course. always My Hero Academia. Se- their new season just came out. The other is coming out now. So cool. yeah, 
Cool. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, like I mentioned before, Mythic Quest, that's going to be what I, you know, go check I gotta it out. Check, I got to check it out. I yeah. Dude, it's on uh, Apple TV. You also need to check out Ted Lasso. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso. Oh, that's the other one too. So yes, there's too much. You don't know what people are doing much. with their lives if they're not watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> Episodes are really short. They're like 20 minutes long for both shows. They're like 20 minutes, 25 oh, nice. minutes. And, okay. You know, if you ever get a chance, they're just really fun shows to watch. Yeah. Like they're really uplifting, especially Ted Lasso. Like it's just, it's, Oh, I can't wait for season three of that. Um, also, if you guys want to be sad for like a week, watch Your Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai. I know it sounds, sounds like a mouthful. It, it does. Uh, but and it also sounds really bad, like in some ways. But once you really start to get into it, it, it gets really sad. <laughs> Well, check that out too. Um, you can also find us on social. Uh, Christian Nakorda, you could. Uh, you're on what Instagram? All that Instagram, TikTok. Stuff, you can find as me. usual. Um, I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, uh, anything. And Elijah is not on anything. I'm on TikTok. Um, you're on TikTok. Uh, on he's apparently on TikTok. I am. Um, I. Yeah, you know, he is. He is yeah. on TikTok. Um, so uh, yeah, guys, come follow us. Check us out. And um, as always, thank you guys for listening. Take. I hope you guys are are doing good. I hope it's not too cold for you wherever you're at in in whatever state you're in um just be safe out there um and yeah take care of each other and as always stay nerdy america have a good day